0: Vijay, good to have you back here this morning. So, what will surprise the market here? What haven't bulls already bought this stock for, Vijay, because it just has trouble getting going after these great numbers?
1: Yeah, thanks, Oliver. So, I think as you go into the back half, you know, definitely here they are still having the issues with supply constraints um, on the on the Cybertruck, on the semis, uh, and even on the on the automotive side. So, as the supply constraints start to alleviate. You should start to see supply uh, deliveries start to pick up. They also have the Model Y ramping in Berlin, uh, Texas, and the Shanghai factory. So you should start to see uh, the numbers on the capacity size start to come up, deliveries start to pick up, and I think the key was even with all the constraints, uh, components costs, with expedite costs, etc., the gross margins actually came in much ahead of where the street was, even with uh, you know having a, a headwind from much lower S and X uh deliveries which are the higher higher price models so i think as you go in the back half you start to see continued profitability uh higher deliveries model Y ramps coming so i would go with your uh, presumption of higher lows here on tesla so um, competitively they are very well positioned
0: okay i like the reference there to the chart so uh, vijay uh, the point about the supply chain if if that's an issue then and the margins looked so good. I mean, uh, it, to me, it seems like if the supply chain were really holding this thing back, maybe we would have had a margin issue or uh, you know a parts pricing issue. So, does this mean is the implication here that uh, once those remaining kind of pockets and imbalances within the supply chain are resolved, that the margins going to go up even more? Yeah, definitely there is a possibility for that, especially
1: given you have uh, two things that are going uh, against them on the gross margin side. One was lower mix of the higher priced S and X models, and uh-huh. number two was the expedite cost on the component side. Both should start to be a tailwind in the back half. And as, also, as you go into 2022, they start to bring on their own in-house battery supply as well. That should give them a better cost uh, uh, basis when you compare that with their peers. So. So we we think as you go into 22, uh, given how they are executing on the margin side, on the cost side, the manufacturing platform, they're, they're much better positioned than many of the uh, competitors who have to buy a lot of the components, batteries from third-party suppliers. So uh,
0: Vijay, just one point there on the average selling price of the cars as they've moved that down. They've seen a uh, proliferation and popularity of the uh, cheaper models. Did, does Tesla want that? ASP to continue to move lower to achieve greater scale? Or what's your analysis about what that sweet spot is for the average selling price, but also a lot of volume behind it?
1: Yeah, I think 100%. I think if you look at the average selling price of a car today, it's, uh, it's around the 20,000 25, 20, to $25,000 range. So I think bringing the price of the car to that level or below will be key to inflection to EV adoption. So I think that's obviously will be the main priority and that will drive and getting profitability at scale, right? I think you um, having profitability at the premium model is, is an easy one, uh, but having profitability at scale, having the hardware in-house, driving costs down on your battery platform, et cetera, um, will be the key to uh, sustainable leadership for, te- for Tesla. And I think that's what exactly what they're doing. Uh, and you're starting to see many of the computers try to emulate what they are doing in trying to have their own battery, uh, trying to build their own hardware, etc. But I think they're still, uh, in a couple of years at least, behind Tesla. So.
0: Okay, your price target still obviously a bullish one here of $825. You're looking for a push back towards the highs in Tesla. Uh, the J2 come back to how this stock has traded over the last couple of years. Which stories here? If this is a story stock, uh, uh, if one describes it that way, I think there's an argument that it still is. It always has been. Much of that story has been achieved in an incredible way and totally credit to the company for doing so. But what going forward will surprise? Do they need to start really shocking us again with things like autonomous driving? Do they need to show us a big surprise and some battery tech or something that is going to get the excitement uh, reverberated through this thing again?
1: Yeah, I think two things. I think as you go into first half 22, the key focus will be the semis and cyber trucks starting to hit the market. If they okay, there we go. Into so that's number one. And the second thing would be the Biden uh, infrastructure program where you could start to see some pretty significant subsidies uh, in the order of $10,000, $12,000 put back uh, and multiple states start to start uh, uh, doing credits uh, for EVs as well. so you could see some pretty significant tailwinds uh, as some of these new products and subsidies kick in with the uh, in EV uh, infrastructure program coming from the new administration so.